and welcome to Thoughts, Feels, and Conversation. I am Itumelin Dikobe. And I am Buipilo Kekana. And we welcome you to a brand new episode. Um, so before we dive, in, dive into today's um, topic, we are going to do what we do on every episode, and that is just a little check-in where we share what has been on our mind. So we share our thoughts and what has been on our hearts, and we share our feelings about what has been on our minds. So Buipilo, do you want to go first? Yes. I will go first. Um, so what's been on both my heart and my mind um, has been the Fees Must Fall protests. I I think after having experienced this a couple of years ago, you mm. know, with the first batch of students that took to the streets to protest um, for access to university, I think it's a little bit disheartening that we are still at this point as a country. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's very unfortunate that that they, they that there are barriers to entry mm-hmm. um, for something as important for our economy as education. Um, but also while while I mourn the sadness of, of that reality, I am also um, encouraged by the bravery of the students mm-hmm. that um, that that are fighting for for fees to fall. You know, I'm encouraged by their bravery because when I think about myself way back when I was in varsity, I don't think that I would have been, you know, like brave and strong enough to to be one of them. Yeah. So so I commend them for their bravery and I also pray that their fight will be met with victory. You know, I, I long Amen. to see a South Africa where there will not be barriers of entry um to education yeah, that yeah. we will all have equal opportunity to things such as education and, and and i believe that that can really contribute to to changing our poverty statistics amen you know yeah so yeah so that's been on my heart what's been on your heart um so i've had a lot on my heart and a lot on my mind um but i would say that the one thing that is dominating my thoughts at the moment is how do I translate all my thoughts and all my feelings mm. into action? Mm. Um, for example, with the fees must fall, I like like you, it's it's been on my mind, and I yes. I really I yearn to see education accessible to to everyone mm. who wants to mm. who wants to study mm. further. Um, but I'm no longer a student, so mm. the question I ask myself is, what can I do to join the fight? Absolutely. I'm not able to go and physically protest, but what am I able to do? Yes. Oh, and and another thing is with um, just. In, in the recent weeks, we've had um, two young men brutally murdered, mm-hmm. um, and um, it, the murders are fueled by homophobia, mm-hmm. and and that's uh, you know it's an injustice, and yeah. no one no one deserves to be to be killed, mm-hmm. and um, that, yeah, I know, that, yeah, yeah, and so I'm like, and now it's something I'm very passionate about as well. But I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's mm-hmm. all good and well mm-hmm. to feel, to think about yeah, to want feelings, justice, yeah. you know, you want it, but how do I how do I actively fight true. for it? Yeah, so I don't know the answer yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a great. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. I am. That is. That is what's on my mind. Oh, that's good. Help mm-hmm. us, Jesus. Is my line for everything because I yeah. realize that we need a whole lot of help. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, so in today's episode, we are going to talk about something that we are very passionate about, mm-hmm. um, and that is our mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Rupila and I are both in therapy. That's correct. And we we really see the value of it in our lives. Absolutely. And um, so we're just going to share our thoughts and feels around that. 
Why not? <laughs> so mental well-being is definitely something that is very close to our hearts. It's also very close to home, as you can imagine. Yeah. You know. Um, so my my journey with therapy started in, I think it was 2018. Right, it was 2018. I lived in Sydney, um, and. I had actually started struggling with anxiety before then. Mm. I was, it was 2015 when I became aware of my struggle with anxiety. May I ask, how did you, how did you know that it was anxiety? So I, I was living in Bloemfontein at the yeah. time and one of my friends um, is a doctor. Okay. And I had these symptoms that I didn't know what the heck was happening, mm. you know, my, but my body was physically reacting. I didn't consider that I had anything to be anxious about. Yeah. So, I didn't associate that what was happening with my body was as a result of what was happening with my mind. Um, but speaking to this friend of mine, um, she would ask me frequently, are you anxious? Are you anxious? Are you anxious? And I'm like, I don't think so. You mm. know? But also I had no prior experience with anxiety. So I, I had no idea what that would feel yeah, like. Yeah. Um, but then talking to her, she was able to point that out, you know? And so I went to consult, um, my GP at the time who then put me on anti-anxiety meds, mm. right? I, I don't even know what I was anxious about, honestly. Yeah. But I remember that that was my first um, encounter or experience rather with, with, with anxiety. And then fast forward to 2017, um, I, I, was, I was more cognizant of it. I was aware of what it felt like on my body. I was able to to see my triggers you yeah know, i was i so i had a little bit more um knowledge around around anxiety so in 2017 again i was experiencing severe it was 2018 sorry 2018 i was experiencing severe anxiety um living in sydney i went to the gp again um and he was also able to then prescribe me um, some anti-anxiety meds, but then also refer me to the therapist mm. um, that was that worked in the practice. You know, so I, I knew I've I think I've always believed in therapy. Like mm. I've always I've always believed in therapy. I've always thought like I, I should go to therapy, and then at that point in my life, it became <laughs> a super necessity. <laughs> so so I started going to therapy. Um, in 2018 right okay. um and it was probably the best thing i've ever done <laughs> <for myself. laughs> I, like i it was genuinely the mm. best thing that i could have done for myself i can't tell you how every time i would leave therapy so i was in therapy weekly at oh, that wow. stage right yeah. and the amazing thing is that it was free wow i know it was free i was a student in sydney australia i didn't have money to afford it <laughs> but this happened to be free and it was so frequent mm. um so it was very helpful but i remember every time after therapy going home um seeing my housemates and it, i was like it was a glorious like you know glorious event. Time, i would yeah. come back and i'd be like oh my gosh guys so alex helped me to recognize that her name was alex my therapist at the time and so i remember it feeling so helpful mm. you know because um we were talking a lot in therapy about historical events that were yeah. contributing to who i was at that point in yeah. time you know a big thing that would come up for me in therapy was um six year old with below and i think at that stage i was 26 <laughs> i stand corrected honestly i don't know what year it is but <laughs> however old i was it was we were talking about the the 
six-year-old Buebelo surrendering control back to 26-year-old Buebelo and recognizing that 26-year-old Buebelo can handle certain things that mm. six-year-old Buebelo wasn't able to handle, mm. you know, so I needed to bridge that gap. Um, and I, it was it was so overwhelming because I had no idea that six-year-old Buebelo was a thing, yeah. you know, that still affected my 26-year-old yeah. self at the time. So I found that therapy was very helpful and i mean i'm still in therapy now not as frequently as i as i was because it's not, because it's not free. free anymore <laughs> you know because i'm a real real adult now and i have real real bills and the therapy is costly yeah but but i still appreciate the value of it because it has helped me to recognize that there is so much more to things than what we consider like mm. i can't take all my life events at face value mm, mm. you know it everything is informed my responses are informed by so much more than what i think about that the way that i react to things you mm. know the way that things make me feel is informed um by a big part of who i have grown up to be my upbringing you know my life experiences, experiences yeah so it, therapy is valuable. <laughs> Amen. In a nutshell. So that's been my experience. Yeah. Well, what has been yours? Um, okay, so I am fortunate enough that in my family therapy has always been a thing. Oh, that's and um, I was just thinking about it and I was like, for me, therapy has always just been part of um, healthcare, you know? Mm. The same way I would look at going to the dentist is the way I would look at going to oh, therapy. Wow. Um, and actually, it's a very that's a very good comparison because you know that you're meant to go to, to the dentist often, but oftentimes you wait for something to happen. To happen. Yeah, exactly. You know, you wait for a chip tooth, you wait for, um, you know, toothache before you go to. Mm. So I was like that, even though I grew up knowing that I had access to, to therapy mm -hmm. whenever I wanted to. My parents made it an option for me to go. Oh. Um, I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go until something Don't happened. You wish you did when someone else uh, was paying the medical. Oh, I so wish. I so wish. Um, so, I'm in therapy now. So, okay. yeah. So I I waited for something to happen, wow. and something did happen. <laughs> um, it was also 2018 for me. Um, it, yeah, no, 2018 was a lot. Um, so the I realized. Um, in 2018 that I wasn't okay mm. and um, for a very long time I, I kept thinking I'm going to be okay wow. you know I was like okay there's a lot happening in my life but I will I will be okay eventually mm. um, until one evening where I think I like I had a panic attack wow. and I remember um, you know my first um the first thing I turned to was prayer mm. and I remember praying and I was like okay Jesus you you need to help me mm. in this moment like you actually need to help me and I remember I think it was that moment when I got a revelation um that you know the very same way God meets me in prayer mm -hmm. he can meet me in in my therapist's oh, yeah. consulting room yeah. and um and I I called a friend of mine who I knew was in therapy mm -hmm. And I told her, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make an appointment. And then she was so excited because obviously course, she, she, she knows, knows the value of yeah, therapy. Like now, yes. Like, yes, please. <laughs> please go to therapy. Um, so she um, she was very excited and um, I was very nervous. Mm -hmm. And because now I also, I realized that I, 
I have to say a lot of things out loud that I hadn't had to say oh, in a re- yeah in a very long time and I think that when you name issues you know they become real yeah 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 it exists in your mind you know yeah it's only yeah, yes yeah. But, yeah so I I made an appointment and I went to see a therapist and um the, the session was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. But I remember when I left, I was like, I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> and it had nothing to do with the session itself. Mm-hmm. I just think that um, my therapist and I, we value, we, we place value on different things that were happening. And How my, did you determine that in one session? Um, because of... Um, advice that she gave me mm-hmm. and um she told me to do a thing mm-hmm. and that thing that she told me to do went against everything that okay. I valued mm-hmm. that I valued and so I so what I'm grateful for in that experience is that I was able to to recognize that it was the therapist not mm-hmm. the therapy okay, that wasn't good. working that's for me so I um I called the same friend and I told her and she she advised me she was like you know what you actually have you might have to shop around mm-hmm. for a therapist mm-hmm. and I remember she used the example like uh, a hairdresser mm-hmm. it's like you know you you go to different salons until you find your person oh, yeah. yeah and just because you have one bad experience doesn't mean you you disregard the service and so eventually I did find a therapist that I absolutely love Mm -hmm. and and I still love I'm obsessed like I (laughs) mildly obsessed I I yeah every time someone tells me they they thinking of therapy I'm like please go to my therapist (laughs) she will change your life um (laughs) I know know. discounted sessions (laughs) yeah so um I I definitely wish that I could attend therapy more often I'm currently I go roughly once a month That's what I can afford at the moment. It's very expensive. Therapy yeah, yeah. is very expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I wish I wish that it was accessible to people. Same. Because... Same. Because half the time, honestly, I'm like, in as much as it's accessible to me, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and I think I can... I can honestly admit that I, 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 am, I am more privileged than mm. the average South African. Yeah. And even for me, it's a stretch. Mm. And I, I consider that the value that it has, um, that it has had at least on my, my mental well-being, mm. is something that should be accessible mm. to all humans. Yeah. You know, so I, I really wish it was accessible. We had a conversation recently where we were talking about how social work needs to be prioritized yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? like we need social workers mm. in communities so mm. that people have access um to the service and i definitely like just when i think about the value in my own life yeah i'm like everybody should have Everyone, this but yeah. i also understand the barriers that exist in mm. everybody people not being able to afford it i was thinking now just as you were talking um about how in your family it was such a, of course, go to therapy yeah. kind of thing and i don't ever remember it being the same for me like I think I remember being taken to therapy by my parents once when I was very little. I don't mm-hmm. remember how old I was. I think I was in primary school. But I think I, 
I think, wait, I think I have two instances, actually. I think I've been to an educational psychologist, and then I okay. remember my parents taking me to a therapist as well, like, once, but I only went once, and I don't remember <laughs> back. And then I remember my mom being in, in therapy, like, later on in life, and I remember specifically that her therapist was a Christian woman, um, and then I was in therapy for myself. And I don't even remember that I had explicitly said to my parents, I'm seeing a therapist. Mm, mm. Like, I can't even, <laughs> I can't recall now if they know that was a yeah. thing. Like, if the, I don't remember ever having that conversation yeah. with them to say, so I'm in therapy because I don't ever recall a moment. Recently, we've started, actually, we've recently started talking about um, my mental well-being specifically. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not the mental well-being of human beings yeah. in general, but my mental well-being, because um, I've recently, I think it was last year where I was really struggling with anxiety again at the beginning of the year, and I had to be honest with my parents because I was at the doctors very mm. often, mm. you know, and I needed to be honest with my parents that this is what is happening, this is how I'm feeling, and da 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 you know, I was having issues with heart palpitations, etc. and every time mm. that happens, my dad thinks my child is going to die. <laughs> Okay, so I needed to be honest with them and have the conversation just so they're aware where I'm at. Mm -hmm. But I've also what I've also experienced from them through those conversations is that they really want to shield me. Yeah. So my dad okay. wants to eliminate every all the issues yeah. of everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he could move me to a different like to an island, mm. it's just me <laughs> and trees, and like he would do that. You know, yeah. so he rather. And, and I feel like this is a little bit of a tension for him as well because I've had conversations with him where he'll be like, um, in response to things that I tell him like, but this is a part of growing up. Mm. That this is a part of life. You need to da 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 da. And then there have been a certain instances where he says, you leave that situation <laughs> with, the, you know yeah, what I mean? Where he's yeah. just trying to shield me. So I found, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how, how that is or comes up in my family i don't i still don't think it's a thing i know that i i recommend therapy a lot to my siblings okay i always say everybody should be different they're like yeah like you mm. they want something to be wrong <laughs> yeah because very often people don't necessarily know the value that it'll bring into your life mm. you know until you're in it but i think it's been a yeah it's weird to navigate with family mm. i'm like I think your experience is great that you, it was offered to you. Yeah. But I still, yeah, I don't know. At my big age, I'm like, mm, how does this go down? You do know? you think, um, do you think there's stigma attached to that? Or it's just the way that... I think, um, personally, I'm a private person. Okay. Um, and... I think so I think there's an element of that I think there's an element of me wanting to be private um, and not but I also because I don't want it to be a big deal okay you know I want to be private so that my parents are not alarmed oh, okay so that it's because my parents are, <laughs> like they will be alarmed yeah you know mama was very alarmed last yeah. year this time she yeah. was like well no. it was before lockdown mm -hmm. she was like you know, yeah. era, 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 yeah. what happening to my child kind of thing. So I think there's, and I, and I don't think them being alarmed is, is a stigma. I think it's concern. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you know, because you know that our parents try to shield us from mm. so much when you grow up. Mm. And now I think they feel like we can't shield her from real yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's that element for them as well. So 
I don't think it's a stigma as much as it is a concern for them. And for me, it's just, I don't want to alarm them, but I do wish that we had created or we could create the kind of environment where we can openly talk mm. about um, our mental health mm. and, you know, anxiety and therapy. And I, and I do wish more that more of my family would, would go to therapy, mm. you know, um, because I think it would be helpful to all of us. Yes, I feel the same. I feel the same. I think that even though in my family, Mm -hmm. um, therapy, it's a normal part of life, but not everybody sees the same value that I do in therapy. And um, just talking about stigma, just one thing that I'll mention is that um, I... as I said, like I grew up in a in a home where therapy was really normal, mm-hmm. um, but I remember when I had to go to therapy mm-hmm. and I was diagnosed with um, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it it actually I was very shocked, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I remember think like having to navigate thoughts of like why am I anxious like do I do I not have faith that this Mm -hmm. situation will get better and I it actually I remember it 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 really made me question um just my faith in general and um which was surprising Mm -hmm. because had you asked me before I was in that situation I I'm pretty sure I would have said like if look okay, let me say looking into someone else's life, yeah. them having anxiety never makes me question their faith. Yeah, yeah, faith. yeah but when it happened to me, it wow. caused me to to question my my level of faith, and I had to re- um, reconcile just my faith mm. and what I'm going through. And what has that been like? Um, reconciliation. I think it's it's been it's allowed me to. It's needed me to be very patient with myself, mm-hmm. but it's also uh, brought upon um, or brought about such beautiful revelations of who I am. Um, Twenty, I, I would say that twenty eighteen has um, has allowed me to honor my humanity, and that in you know in a pursuit of the spiritual. Um, like I, I can't discount my humanity yes. in pursuit of yes. the spiritual. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. holistic. Yeah. And yeah. um and also I remember having a thought that um, you know, if I if I knew how much God valued my my mental and emotional well being, mm-hmm. I would be more proactive in ensuring that I was okay. Wow. Um because you know, I go to the doctor when I have flu, when mm-hmm. I have a cold. If I were to break my leg, I would go to the doctor without, without, yeah. you know, thinking twice about it. Um, so it, I had to question, like, why do I, why do I hold uh, mental health, yeah. um, you know, different to how I, I view physical health? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I think it, it's allowed me to, to view my humanity more holistically and uh, it's been good it's been good I think that um my 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 therapist is Christian but I Mm -hmm. wouldn't say that she gives Christian therapy um but she she's also allowed she's also walked me through my struggles in in yeah Yeah. with my faith and um it's it's been a beautiful journey Mm -hmm. it's been is that important to you um that your therapist would would be Christian? No. 
Okay. So yeah. Nice <laughs> as well. As my first therapist, the one that I had in Sydney, she so the organization was a faith based organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we saw eye to eye yeah, yeah. On, 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 on our faith. But it never ever came up. Yeah. It never ever came up in, in the way that she related to me as a therapist. Um and I appreciated that. Mm. Um I appreciated that I could bring my Christianity to the room and be mm. honest about how I feel, but I, I appreciated that she could, that it didn't need to be a thing. Yeah, you know that she didn't need to relate to me based on her Christianity. So I and my most recent therapist. I'm currently therapy shopping, therapist <laughs> shopping, which is so sad. I mean, this is a completely different thing to what I'm saying. But can I tell you that my first therapist was the like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Which one? The one in Sydney? The one in Sydney. Uh-huh. That was like the best thing that's ever happened to me. And then coming back, um, the therapist that I've had since I've come back, I'm like, mm, <laughs> you know, like, mm, I, yeah. Yeah. this is not it. Yeah. So I'm sad that I have to shop when my first experience was, was amazing. like a hit. A From the get go. You yeah. know, I wish that she could be here. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say, you can do virtual therapy now. Oh, that's beautiful. But am I going to pay in Australian dollars? Oh, so it was free because you were there. Yes. So now you would have to pay. Yes. Yeah, probably. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I don't even know what I was saying before I was talking about shopping to a therapist, but, oh, my faith. Yeah. So, yeah, so now I don't think it's a, it's not something that, it's not something that I look for in a mm. therapist. If they are Christian, Great. praise the Lord. <laughs> but it's not. I'm not. I'm not looking for a faith exchange. If that mm. makes sense. Yes. Like I, I need help. Mm. <laughs> and mm. not to say that faith can't help us. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I, I feel like I do get the faith help that I need. And when I go to a therapist, I need like. Yeah. The and I think help. I think it's important to uh, distinguish between like pastoral care and and clinical therapy um and knowing what you need and what's in that season absolutely absolutely and clinical is is yeah because i do get the help that i need spiritually right and that's important to note that Mm. i i I am in a community that that affords me the spiritual help that i need Mm. i do have people in my life that I can turn to for the spiritual help. Um, I mean, I have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hello, the Word of God. Hello, <laughs> you know. So I, I do also place value on the clinical help yes. um, through th- um, in the form of therapy that um, I can have access to mm. frequently. I wish I could go to therapy every week. Oh, I so wish. I wish I could go to therapy every week, but you know. Yeah. Similar to you, I like I don't need my therapist to be Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I the the therapist I'm with now, I actually didn't know that she was Christian until it came up in conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and but one thing I think that um, what I value the most about her is that she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. I think that we relate a lot mm-hmm. in terms of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's just made me realize just how important representation is. Yes, and is. because um, I feel like she gets me, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I said in our first episode that um, I experienced the world as a black woman and yeah. I processed it as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And just like you, I'm surrounded by... Um, you know, great Christian community mm-hmm. that I'm able to process things yeah. 
as a Christian with. Mm. But I think that having a, a black therapist, a black woman therapist, mm. help me um, navigate through my experiences as yeah, a as a black, as a black woman, woman has, and even as and part of a black family mm. has been so important, mm. and it's mm. been. Yeah, it's it's made me realize how much um, representation matters, mm-hmm. and and we were talking about like how we need social workers in communities, yes. and and I think that it's important that we have social workers that um, that are from that community. That, you know, yeah, we know yeah. we mustn't export yeah, 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 people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that 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 people um, that are aware of the struggles. Yes. You know, that are aware of the. I can't think of the word, the things that are common to yes. that community, you know, mm. yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I think, look, <laughs> <laughs> therapy is important. Yeah, it is. At least it has been for us. Mm. I think it has been a lifeline, mm. right? I, I think having grown up a Christian, I was very shocked when I first experienced anxiety, mm. right? Because in my mind, like, you know, what do you mean? This Christian girl, you know, baptized by fire, all these things. And then I had my, and then I started to experience anxiety and I realized that Christianity, which is very helpful, is not immunity. Mm. Um, mm. And that mental, you like that my mental well-being is a part of who I am yeah um and that that specifically needed attention in as much as I was that I take care of my spirituality and my physical health that my mental well-being is something that I had neglected Mm -hmm. up until that point um and so now now you know if I'm triggered I'm triggered (laughs) if I'm anxious I'm anxious I mean I I still I definitely still I I believe in therapy and I I, I get the help that I need but I feel like I I am less hard on myself Mm. for experiencing anxiety I am more I'm more gentle with myself um, but I'm also more um, I'm more aware you know, mm. of the things that cause me triggers. Yes. And, and, and I, I think I'm even more cautious. Mm. You know, I, I, I know what to avoid. Sometimes not, honestly, because also you never completely figure it out. Mm. You know, mm. I've, I've had experiences where I was like, well, why does this make me yeah. feel the way that I feel? In fact, the other day, okay, let's keep it 100. <laughs> the other day, I, I had a, um, a conversation that I wasn't very ha- happy with, but it didn't affect, I didn't feel some type of way. I was just mm. like, meh, you know, mm. an unfortunate conversation, whatever. Mm. And then... I don't know what happened like a couple of hours later I was in like multiple other conversations and as those conversations were transpiring I started to feel like anxiety in my oh, body okay. you know for me it's like yeah. my shoulders become um heavy my mm. arms become very weak and then like my heart starts palpitating then so I would have I had those sensations and I'm like wait what <laughs> and I responded to what happened back then when mm. I didn't think it affected me mm. in that way like what's really going on wow. you know and then I was like really, like I was completely exhausted and I could feel everything. and I was like what is actually going on mm. you know what I mean and then I've actually started to appreciate that because sometimes my mind doesn't register it as a trigger but my body lets me know that mm. that triggered you in some type of way mm. so I I appreciate that my body's response um, lets me know what my Mm. mind actually, how my mind actually received the experience. That's so good. So, 
Yeah, and but I don't think I would have been able to do that without the help yeah. of therapy. <laughs> I think um, one of the gr- greatest um, benefits of therapy is um, self-awareness. Absolutely. Like being aware oh, of, of why you respond, react mm-hmm. the way that you do to certain mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think as well, you know what, I think a lot of the time when we experience like um, like anxiety and all of that stuff, or even just when we experience any form of danger, and I say mm-hmm. danger lightly, like quote-unquote, it's very easy for us to to place responsibility on the next person, the person who would have inflicted the danger mm-hmm. or put you in a situation where you experience anxiety. But I think therapy helps you take an inward look. You know, it, yeah. it helps you to take the responsibility back into your hands mm-hmm. and actually recognize what it is about you know, your upbringing or the you and stuff like that mm. that contributes this way or responds this way to yeah. certain situations. So I feel like it has helped me take my power back. I'm like, I'm not no longer so good. waiting for apologies <laughs> yeah. or waiting for, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm able to, to do the work internally and I am all <laughs> about the internal work. You, you really are. That's literally it. An Enneagram 4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Enneagram for all about the internet. She says I'm fascinating, guys. I don't even know what that means, but she says I'm fascinating. I find Wubila so fascinating. The way she processes things, the way she makes decisions, because it's so different from the way I do. I think I, I don't know. I I think you internalize a lot and you process a lot. And I'm learning that from you because I'm, uh, oh, this happened. Let's move on. Or, um, or when I make decisions, like what do I want? Like I don't, I don't think of the consequences of. Mm. So I think you, you weigh out your options yes. quite a lot. Yes. And I process everything. Yes. Deeply. deeply. Even if it's a decision of what must I eat? Yes. Or where must I go first? <laughs> if I have multiple plans. Yes. And so she'll ask me. She's like, <laughs> I want A for breakfast, but I also kind of want B. <laughs> like, well, what should I do? And I'm like. Uh, yeah, but and it's he's just like, um, is that even a question? <laughs> but I, I find that fascinating, and I think that also, um, having a f- another a friend who is in therapy, and we're able to to bounce off our self, yeah, our self awareness between each other so has been has also been such a gift. Like, I think actually, you know what, it's so important that you mention that because even like I haven't been in therapy for a couple of months now. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I'm without the help yeah. because we're able to, yeah. you know, you and I go back and forth. I'm like, okay, am I, what's happening here? And with your knowledge of therapy and how it works, you're able to give me, you know, some assistance along yeah. the way and I can do the same. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's, that's also, that's, that has been important for me mm. and I don't even realize it until mm. you mentioned it. That's probably why I'm not rushing to find a therapist. Yeah, but we, we need but to I find should. you. I, need. I should, I should, I should find yeah. a therapist. Also guys, therapy is one million rand. Petrol is one million rand. <laughs> what else? Life is one million rand. And I'm like, yeah. I need a salary that is five million rand. True. <laughs> so I True. can afford everything. Mm. Because wah, 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 wah. But mm. that's it for our episode on, on, on therapy. 
we would actually be very interested to hear um, how you navigate issues of your mental well-being. Um, is therapy something you have considered? Mm. Is is therapy something you are looking into? Um, so you can you can leave a comment on on this episode, or you can um, engage with us on our Instagram, and our Instagram is at tfc underscore podcast. That is at tfc underscore podcast. We would love to hear from you. Um, but that's it from us for this episode. Yay. We will catch you in our next episode and yeah we're looking forward to continuing the conversation bye bye that was a very weird